Okay. If you could pick any artist to cover any Tom Petty song, who would it be and what song would they cover? How about uh, let's do um, let's do uh, Walls and let's have it done by Muse with Matt Bellamy and uh, kind of a you know a, kind of a more electronic, a little more um, guitar forward, uh, and then obviously the vocals he can handle. So um, let's uh, it's going to be a completely different version than the Walls we know, but I think that would be that'd be fun. Oh man, that's yeah. I wouldn't have gone there in a million years, and I love that you did because now I want to hear that. <laughs> I really want to hear Muse cover walls. That would be so cool. I will go with um, Bob Seeger, Cabin Down Below. Oh, man, that's a great call. I love that. He would do such a good job with that song. Yeah. That's fantastic. I would like to hear Stevie Wonder cover one of the deeper songs like room at the top whoa <laughs> yeah i love that that would be so interesting to see what he would do especially because you know with that vocal to see where he would take it yeah and his life experience i mean there's someone yeah, 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 yeah. and do something with that so that's my call that's a solid call man i love it and unexpected too um I would probably have loved. Could this be someone that's not alive? 100%. Anyone, yep. I think I would probably love to have heard John Lennon sing a Tom song. Oh, there we go. Man, now we've got to think about what song, though. Something off one of those first two albums, I think, would work with Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd really have to think about it since I, you know, I haven't thought about that ever before, but I would, I would love that because, you know, I know they were supposed to, supposed to meet and all, you know, I was home that that's one thing I heard right when it happened because I'm home in New Jersey, Yeah, you know, it was probably a school night listening to the radio. It was after 11 o'clock at night, you know, so I had to have the radio lower. I was going to get yelled at. Yeah. And, and I heard them announce that he was, that he was shot. And, you know, you know, the story, he was going to be in the studio the next day and yep. Tom was recording there and this was hard promises. And, you know, this yep. of course, you know, a few months later is when I got to see them the first time. So it all, you know, it's all, all, back around. all swirling around. And I, I mean, just to think about him doing that because Tom had such reverence for him. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, Elvis too, because now, you know, Elvis sang a completely different, but gospel Elvis, I mean, I could hear it, you know, and Tom did one of his songs. Yeah. So 
I mean, how about John Lennon singing "Too Much Ain't Enough"? Yeah, his voice yeah. for that one would be that yeah. would be rad. Yeah, I just, I just, and I hope nobody chose him before. No, no, that's, <laughs> and, and again, it's one of those things where everyone's answer has been like totally. That's what needs to happen. That's exactly you're exactly right, and so okay. Yeah, and and, and I guess it's you know it's. It goes back to what's important to me in my head and yeah. just going back in time. That's good. That's a good question. Um maybe Regina Spector or Rina Sawayama or somebody like that sort of like okay. rein, reinvent it. Yeah. 100%. Completely. Yeah. Absolutely. Take, it, take it down to the bare bones and then build it back up again. Definitely. Any, song, any, any songs that you can think of offhand that would be cool. Because to do that I'd with? like to hear them because I'd like to hear maybe like room at the top, something that feels maybe a little unfinished or, or could be, reworked and be completely different okay. you know um yeah i mean it, it's really hard because <laughs> those songs are you know it's almost sacrilege to do them in a different way yeah you know when you do them it's like when jacob dylan does the waiting you just play the waiting or when jackson yeah. does the waiting you just play the waiting. when we do them you know we're, we're not like we've never done sort of the note for note thing we don't you know yep. we just kind of plan the way we play them but the songs are the songs. I mean, they, they, they are what they are. Yeah. The parts are the parts. You want to honor those. Um, but I think it would be, and it, you know, his catalog, as we get further and further away from his lifetime, it's a living and breathing thing that I think will be, it will be divorced from the heartbreakers and the records. I don't care what song I want it to be a woman. I think I've seen some really good covers from St. Vincent, AKA yeah. Annie Clark. Um, I'd also like to see, I don't know. I think there's like the, the quickness of some of the, of the lyrics. I, I'd like to see some different genre covers. Like why not Missy Elliott? Can we get a Missy Elliott cover of Tom Petty? I think that would be cool as all get out. Yeah. You know, um, I think Melissa Etheridge could do a good job. So like in whatever era you want to talk about and whatever genre you want to talk about, let, I think, I think hearing from women in these songs yeah. would be amazing. Hearing women cover American girl. Come on. That's, <laughs> that's a gimme. You know, yeah. it truly is a gimme. It's on the um, team. <laughs> something that I like that's been happening since his death is, you know, he had two daughters and um, Adria, the elder daughter, has had a, a long music uh, production career of her own. She's worked on music videos for all kinds of folk, like Beyonce, you yeah. know, like all kinds of people. And she seems to be the one who's really guiding the product that come out now and yeah. the way 
the Heartbreakers legacy is visually represented to people from new merchandise or reissues um, all the way up to like new music videos that have never been seen before. And her eye and those music videos, the, the concepts for them are so smart. And just the, the gaze of them is feminist, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I just really have to applaud Adria. I know some people are like, ah, no one will ever be satisfied with the way this legacy gets managed. But I think no. she's doing actually a really good job and honoring her dad's politics in a way that is like sort of unexpected and delightful. Um, so yeah, if there's, to, if there's to be more official covers in the works, if there's to be more solicitation, yeah. of artists to cover then i plead adria pick women i don't think i need to though because i think she knows to do that oh boy wow uh you know i tell you what i will throw out yes covering walls Circus. Oh my God! Now we're talking. Yeah. yeah. Now that Tom would be wild. Tom probably wouldn't. He wasn't a big progressive rock guy at all, right? Well, no, I but uh, I mean, they they never mentioned. He never mentioned yes, and all yeah. the stuff I've read about him, and and uh, my sense is they weren't into progressive rock that much. But um, but wouldn't that be really interesting? That would uh, be super interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I think, uh, and like Dog on the Run from the official live leg, that again, that live song, and it's, you know, it's 10 minutes long. That's kind of got that, that middle section. That's prog rock, really. You know, when they go off on those, those flights of fans, that kind of is prog. So I think even if they didn't love it, they certainly must have been aware. But yes, doing walls, that would be, that would be magnificent. Bring Rick, Wake, <laughs> bring Rick Wakeman back, maybe, and get him to ham up the keyboards a little bit. That'd be great. Yeah. I, so I went and saw Anderson Wakeman and Howe about five years ago. They were okay. just... I, and I've seen yes. I saw yes in seventy three or seventy four, and they were unbelievable. And yeah. Anderson Wakeman and Hall were incredible, incredible. Yeah. They were incredible. The, and Wakeman's quite the showman, hey? He's quite the stage presence. Oh, he, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a circle of keyboards. You know, it's, yes. it's amazing. Yeah. I think he's not wearing the cape now, though, right? Because I think it's a tripping hazard now. No, no, he still got the. Does he still wear it? Oh, that's a little awesome. shorter. Yeah, it's a little shorter. <laughs> a wizard, a wizard, a true star. Yeah. Oh, that's um, so cool. Well, you know, what I was thinking I do a Van Halen podcast, so I should probably pick Van Halen. Uh, and I was thinking, what song could Van Halen absolutely kill? And I always came back to Running Down a Dream because I love that solo in Running Down a Dream. But oh imagine, my God. Eddie, imagine Eddie Van Halen flourishes on that solo. And I, I know, like, you know, the, the drumming on, on, on the studio version is very kind of straight ahead, but Alex will throw something funky in yeah. during Eddie's solo on that little something with the cymbals something with the hi-hat maybe yeah j just to kind of accent it just I, that little especially... off in that little offbeat in those couple of little offbeat sections yeah oh man yep. that's that's a great shout man <laughs> that's a great shout and that's you've kind of actually you've you've got ahead of me because that was what i was going to ask you because i was thinking oh. if you ask if you pick someone else i was like well what about van hillen so i've got another <laughs> one on my sleeve though what about aerosmith if aerosmith covered a tom petty song which one would you go with geez you, you got to go with something uh you know uh just thinking back to long after her change of heart i, I think is a song i think they could do uh, quite well That'd be great, yeah. 
It's got that Joe Perry. It's got that bluesy kind of chunky kind of riff to it. So yeah, because they're very much a blues based band. You you can pull a song out of the hat from Mojo. And I think Aerosmith could probably do that pretty well too. But just off the top of my head, we're talking about Long After Dark. And I think that's an album, I think, uh, early Aerosmith, especially, I think they they could cover any one of those songs and do a pretty good job of it. Man, I love that. I wonder if we could do that. Maybe we could get Wolf, get Wolf into sort of, you know, and get him run down a dream bomb. I mean, that'd be, that would be something. Wouldn't that be something? That would be something else. Yeah. No, okay. Which which vocalist? Is that what you're going to ask? That's what I was going to ask you. Which vocalist? Yeah. So I was sitting there thinking, yeah, who, who would fucking sing it, right? <laughs> well, obviously Gary Sharon. <laughs> obviously. No, Daryl Hall. <laughs> yeah, I waited for you to get a swig of your beer before you said Daryl <laughs> yeah. Hall, the unofficial lead singer of Van Halen there oh, for a bit. God. But you know what, Sammy or Dave, I I, I think yeah. would do a good job of it. It's it's not a, a you know, Tom Petty songs, I don't think are all that challenging to sing. He obviously has one of the most distinctive uh, voices in rock yeah. that makes it brilliant. And the little inflections. Uh, he talks about, I remember listening to your show on, a, uh, I think it was American Girl, just the way he uh, accentuated balcony, balcony, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Little things like that, right? So, yeah, um, I would probably lean more towards Sammy uh, doing that one, but I think Dave would do an all right version of it too. <laughs> Okay, so I want to shout out one contemporary cover that already exists that I okay. think is really good. I think Phoebe Bridgers doing It'll All Work Out is stunning. Stunning. I haven't heard it. Um, yeah, and so I think it was on her first album, Okay, Stranger in the Alps. But I, in 2018... So 2018, yeah, February 2018, I saw her play live right after that came out. Um, and she played It'll All Work Out live. Right. And I didn't know that it was coming. And it was so soon after his death that it was just, it's amazing. I mean, she's a really incredible songwriter, but she she's not so far removed from what the Heartbreakers do. I mean, she okay. is, but she isn't. Um, but yeah, her version of It'll All Work Out is really, really good. So. I recommend that. Um, and, and just like surprising, just surprising for like the sort of world dominating um, indie pop singer songwriter to okay. cover Tom Petty song. It speaks to the the reach of the songwriting. Yeah. Um, well divorced from any sort of associations with classic rock. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, this is one of the great songs, but crawling back to you is just one it's just so it's so good um and i but i think it's one that has room for other voices to interpret it okay i think that it could be effectively done by i think mavis staples could do a really interesting crawling back to you Ooh. right because we think i would think of mavis as like celebratory and you know yeah um praising but i think she, but she's also got that like that capacity for that um sort of desolation it's got so soul. yeah yeah but i so crawling back to you i just thought of a bunch of people that i would like to hear government yeah um perfume genius are you familiar with perfume genius? i'm not okay check out perfume genius i think okay. that he could do a really good version um and then 
maybe a like kind of more psychedelic version from Bartice Strange. Okay. Strange. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he I feel like he's a Tom Petty fan and I feel like he could do a cover of Crawling Back to You. But like he does really good covers where yeah, yeah, yeah. he really makes his own and so I think I would be interested to hear that. And it's that thing of one of those artists who doesn't really cover songs he interprets them. Yeah. It takes them and figures out yeah. what the roots are and finds out how to build his own branches off it. Yeah. Exactly. And it's fascinating. Yeah. So I think I think yeah. And so sometimes you want to hear somebody just like doing a pretty faithful version in their voice, but sometimes you want to hear like what did you find? Yeah. What hidden capacity did you reveal within yeah. this? Right. That yeah. that maybe even Petty himself couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would pick St. Vincent Ooh. to do You Got Lucky. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I I mean, I like her. I've heard her cover other songs. I I would I trust her to do a cover that is takes a lot of liberties, but then you hear them and you're like, yeah, I'm glad she took those liberties. So I trust her to do that. Um, and I feel like you got lucky. I, I would like to see it's just synthesizer enough that I feel like she could go crazy with that if she yeah. wants to. And then, but also the the lyrically and the vocally and the the sort of emotional persona of it, I'd like to hear her kind of like. I don't know what she would do, but I feel like it would be cool. She, maybe she would make it a little bit more of a sneer. I can sort of imagine her doing that. Yeah. Or maybe she would make it way more depressed and like. But I <laughs> yeah. just, I, I, I'm picking her to cover that song because I don't know exactly what she would do with it, but. I am imagining different things she could do and they all sound cool. But if if she tweeted that she was covering that and it was going to be on the next album straight away, you'd be like, oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I would pre-order. I would yeah. pre-order in that scenario. <laughs> but I think it fits her attitude too because that song is, you know, it's ripped from that perspective of this asshole. You got lucky when I found you. It's like, yeah. go, go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think she's got I the right amount of attitude to, you know, to deal with that. So Yeah, she covered, I don't know if you heard this, but when Metallica did this like big anniversary vision of the Black Album, they had a million people cover all these different Black Album songs. Okay. And she covered Sad But True, and I think it's the coolest thing ever. I will definitely check that out. I highly, to anyone who's listening right now, I highly, highly recommend St. Vincent's cover of Sad But True. Regardless of what you think about Metallica and the Black Album, regardless of what you think <laughs> about St. Vincent, that's one of my favorite covers of all time. You know, uh, I'm not not sure. I was thinking. Uh, I was just as a joke. I was gonna. I was gonna have. I was gonna say. I want to hear. I want to hear Bob Dylan cover. Uh, uh, Listen to our heart. I want to hear Bob Dylan do. Listen to our heart. 
Oh, I could go with that. I don't know. I think that'd be a wheeze. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I have that on my set list. I haven't done it in a while. I was fooling around today on the guitar stuff. So, you know, I bring that one back in, man. Because uh, that's a nice song. If I really, I have this Taylor 12 string that I've, uh, that I pull out for some stuff. And it yeah. just, it just, just rings. I love the, I just the, love the team. Because I taught myself, the finger pick, the hybrid finger style with the okay. two fingers like McGuinn does. So I can do like Mr. Spaceman and all that finger picking stuff. And, <laughs> and when I get that 12 string out, man, it just, it just wails, you know, put on some compression. And yeah. It's such a rich sound. It, hey? Oh, and get a chingy, chingy chimey. And uh, yeah. you can, you can really fill up space with that. So yeah, this is a joke. Yeah. Let's have Bob Dylan do listen to a heart, you know, you want her to think that that would be great why don't you go first no no you go first (laughs) this is going to sound really weird Um, Elvis Costello because I'm a huge fan of his voice. And the song for me, because of, I like when Elvis does the real intimate Elvis voice, would yeah. be Wildflowers. Elvis Costello doing Wildflowers would be really cool. That would be super neat. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I'm on board. I'm sold. Because, <laughs> well, you know, Costello, which song was it? Because uh, Tom always kind of tongue-in-cheek said that Elvis stole... The ending for I can't remember which song it is now. That's going to drive me nuts. Oh. Was it when the time comes? I was going to look at my yeah. It's because there's a little riff in there that they play, and it's like, hey, they were playing on uh, double bill, uh, you know, right. were, so that one of those kind of things. And they said they heard this song on the radio, and I can't remember which Elvis Costello song it is. And Tom said, I know where he got that from. He borrowed that from us. <laughs> oh wow, wow, huh? Hmm. Interesting. All right, let's see. Um, I'll say, uh, I'll say Beck doing uh, Angel Dream. Because I'm a I'm a huge Beck fan, wow. and, and Beck did Sea Change, which is an incredible, very atmospheric album with very strong acoustic influences in it. So I could I could hear him doing uh, I could hear him doing Angel Dream. Well, and he's he's one of those guys too who, if he's going to do a cover, he's going to change it. Yeah. Did you yeah. ever see that? Absolutely. Three sixty. He did um, Bowie Sound and Vision. Yes. And he did it in that sort of that three sixty. Um, set up in the studio where he had musicians around. So you right. had him in the middle, then the audience, then more musicians, and then more audience. So it was this weird sort of dynamic where you get the sound coming in from different places, and it's just knockout. I mean, Beck's a, just a stud, right? Like, that guy can play oh, yeah. anything, really. Yeah. yeah. Beck doing Angel Dream, yeah. I've, I would never have thought of that, and now I want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, see? There we go. Good job, Jago. <laughs> spent so long thinking about this question and i've actually put together a set list of about 20 like if you're going to do a, a, a tribute concert i've got I've, I've got my tribute concert nailed but the one sort of really cool one that i think that most people maybe wouldn't think of is i'd love to hear zz top do candy and specifically zz top in 1980 in the double down live show that's online that's so so cool 
Um, and I realized that, you know, you need a bit of time travel to pull that off, but we're time traveling this already. So yeah, CZ Top doing candy, I think would be just killer. Yeah, you, I mean, you're making this up as you go. It's okay to time travel. You can do whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> and I would uh, say too, about quickly to say that the two, two of the best covers I've heard recently, I know that you've got a good um, Spotify playlist with a bunch of uh, covers. And I don't know if you've got Phoebe Bridges, it'll all work out on there. If you haven't checked that out, it's really cool. Super, super cool. And then Cyber Attack's cover of Listen to a Heart, which I think I sent you offline. I don't know if you ended up listening to, but it's one that will give a lot of purists an absolute fit because it's so radically different that I just think it's killer. I think that's what art should be. And, you know, someone who's taken a, a young artist who's taken a 30-year-old song, you know, don't just play the same thing on, the, on, on, on guitar and make it sound like Tom Petty. Make it your own and find out where the heart of that song is for you. And that's what this guy does on, in, uh, in CyberTax version. So. Yeah, I posted, uh, I think, Freedom Fry's version of Mary Jane's Last Dance. And they sing it in French, I think, if I'm right. remembering correctly. And I really like it. I posted it on the Tom Petty Nation and I got a lot of pushback that it was not very good. <laughs> but I like it. Music is subjective. Absolutely.